Hey, my little monsters, Allie here. So, quick disclaimer that I have moved. <laughs> Hooray! This does mean that this episode was mostly recorded in an empty apartment, so there's going to be a bit of an echo. And it's pretty rough, but it's a temporary thing. We're working on a fix for that. So be advised that the audio does not match uh, our standards over here in FMR world. While we're talking about stuff we don't acknowledge during the episode, uh, did y'all see that scene in Moana where she just goes into the hollow earth and meets Godzilla? Like, did I, meet, did I make that up? Huh. Maybe that's for another episode. For another time. Monster Rights. Show about finding monsters, right? History shows again and again how Ninja points out the folly of man. Godzilla. 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 Godzilla on Zillow. Right. That's our the end of our episode. That's our topic. Right. <laughs> ah, man. <I'm> glad we... <laughs> <laughs> or, 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 it makes sense. We're in a different space. Yeah. Yeah. I have uh, finally... Monster Apartment is no more <laughs> now that I gave it a fun name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you uh, you got your own space here yep. uh, that, that we're exploring, and uh, and uh, it's also in a large city. Yes, which is that uh, is that why you've come here? You've got to worry about a couple things in a large city. Uh, okay. so, you know, uh, of course, there's more people, higher population density. That's uh, something to worry about. Uh, higher, uh, higher crime statistics. That's that, look. I am made of crimes. I built an empire on crime. Uh, it's, and sometimes a giant monster comes through and wrecks all the buildings. Well, that'll do it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And that monster, gentrification. Uh, I'm Adam. I'm Allie. <laughs> I I had to come in after we mentioned gentrification <laughs> <laughs> because you're so gentle. <laughs> that's yeah, yes, right. That's my wolf whistle. That's my <laughs> dog whistles. No, are... I'm a wolf. Okay. <laughs> You can take that. Sure. <laughs> yes. Uh, the name of the episode is Godzilla, Godzilla on Zillow. Because we didn't want to mess up our SEO. <laughs> We're not going to have a Godzilla episode and then take the word Godzilla out of it. No, we have to talk about... We, it was bound to happen. That was 84 episodes in. Yeah. Yeah, we just like, it's just straight, straight to the point. So... From the big city, let's talk about what would happen if there was a Godzilla right out of that window. Yeah. Uh, well, first off, how would a Godzilla get to Philadelphia? There's no, there's no nuclear tests in the Atlantic, probably. <laughs> well, I guess he would take the Pacific over. Mm. He would go around. He'll take. So it's, yeah, it goes around South America. Or it goes through the Panama Canal. I really hope it's the latter. They tried to build a wall. It didn't work. Uh, a, a man, a plan, a kaiju. <laughs> Here's the thing: Pacific Rim Wall. Didn't work. Kaiju got through. Yep. Mexico wall. Didn't work. Didn't get built because everyone realized it was stupid because planes exist. Great Wall of China. Oh, yeah, that really stopped the Mongols. Sure. The Mongols didn't have the largest contiguous empire in all of history or anything like that. Great job, China. (laughs) Yeah, China really put put a damper on the Mongols for all time. Let's go to Japan instead. Good idea. How about Sunrise Lands? (laughs) Yeah, talking about the land of the rising sun. Japan. Mm-hmm. The year was 1956. I thought it was 54. 
Oh, I, that was a guess on my end, so I'm, I'm glad I got that close. The year was 1954. Doc Brown was about to invent time travel, and he realized that he shouldn't because a big lizard was going to come and eat him if he did anything about technology. 1955. Well, fucking, I guess. <laughs> yeah, Doc Brown was making a fucking brain-reading helmet at that time. Mm. He was perfecting it a year later. To read Godzilla's mind. If you could read my mind, Kong. What a tale my thought would tell. What would be in Godzilla's mind? Just, <laughs> Just like an old time movie. You, about you, a lizard that eats and kills. You, you cast the tech <laughs> thoughts, you prowl deeper. What do you what's weighs heavy on Godzilla's on his on his bean? I think he wants a breakfast nook. <laughs> you think he wants oh. Yeah, he For breakfast. <laughs> That's our premise here. He wants a place to live. Yeah. And you he's so yeah. mad with the Japanese. <laughs> he's so mad with the people. Yeah, the people. In general. He the, doesn't know that they're Japanese. The he doesn't know that Japan exists. He doesn't fit in there. He doesn't know that Japan exists. And if he, and if he has his way, it won't. <laughs> that's, that's his ultimate goal. Uh, so, yeah. we. What are the requirements for an apartment to fit Godzilla? Um I mean, okay. he's, he just needs a single bedroom. Not really any, like, never really any pairings with Godzilla, is there? Would you say that an average person mm -hmm. is five square feet? No. Uh, how big would an average person be in square feet? How big would an average person be in square yeah. feet? Like, uh, in terms of surface area? I don't know. Probably something ridiculous, like 31 square meters. Like, know. it's one of those things where it's like, if you unraveled all of your skin, you would be 31 square meters wide and tall or whatever. Let's go by height. How tall would an average person be? I don't know, like six. Like five. Five? Five foot. Sounds about uh, right. Five, five? Five, six. I'll meet you in the middle. Uh, I, um, I'm just trying to do some easy math. Okay, fine. Five, five, six. Five point five feet tall. And how much space would an average person, like, need in an apartment? Um, like, at, like, like, let's talk. Let's talk comfortable. Like maybe six hundred square foot. I'm not really good with uh, picturing abstract numbers in my head. That's not really my thing. That's yours. That's okay. why we. That's why we hang out. <laughs> Your thing is square footage, Excel spreadsheets, and baby carrots. My thing is uh, monster fucking, <laughs> um, uh, painting my nails uh, and soda. As <laughs> Yeah, I was gonna say baby carrots isn't count, it isn't my lifestyle, but it kind of <laughs> kind of is. It's the most ergonomic vegetable. Making you, the you say as you down three of them at once. I, I chain them together. You've never said that they were ergonomic. I was making that up, but still, that's the vibe. Uh, okay, uh, to make the numbers easy, uh, let's say a five foot five, a five and a half foot person. Mm -hmm. uh, needs a 550 square foot place. Okay. That's like, a, it's, it's a small studio. All right. And uh, uh, Godzilla is 393 feet tall. Okay, that's big. Well, Godzilla changes in size quite a lot. Oh, that's true. Like, uh, 1954 Godzilla is just like, this is very big. And then I think there's an anime with Godzilla where he's literally like miles tall and he's in space or something. Hmm. Uh, going by that just flat number, uh, that's our Godzilla Planet of the Monsters height. Oh, okay. Uh, actually, I'm sorry, Godzilla King of the Monsters. Oh, good. In 2019, so but the most recent Zilla. That's a fair, well, besides Kong. Besides Godzilla <laughs> v. Kong, but it's still probably not much bigger. Yeah. Is, uh, is, so, a hundred times that mm -hmm. is uh, 
39,300 square feet. That's called an even 40,000 square feet. Okay, well, how much... Um, well, I mean, a mile is 5,280 feet. Uh, how big is a football field? Um, what, 300 feet long. 100 yards long. And wide? Um, I don't know, probably half that. Uh, football fields? Oh, 5,760 square feet. 5,760? Uh, 500... 57,000. Oh, okay, good. So one football field. One football field. That, that, that kind of distracts in my mind. He could fit into Lincoln Financial Field here in the City of Angels, <laughs> the city that never sleeps, the city of sin, Philadelphia. <laughs> the city of insomniac. <laughs> the city of insomniac uh, uh, fallen angels. Okay. So restless demons, if you want to combine all three of those. That's hot as hell. I'm actually glad I live here now. You know what? In addition to, I mean, let's let's step it up a little bit. Bigger than a football field. Mm -hmm. And you know what? A, a giant stadium that big that no one ever uses after like a very short period of time. Oh. An Olympic stadium. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, those things are, are slightly, that's a, you know, let's give, let's give them a good provisions okay, here. Here's the thing. I don't spend 100% of my time in a studio apartment. Mm. If I'm five and a half feet tall, which, God, I wish I were a little shorter. <laughs> so, uh, you're saying that Godzilla walking around and living his life, we need to look besides just the living space. You know, I want to say that's not true. I've actually been complimented on my height a lot lately. Um, yeah, no, uh, I think Godzilla needs some space. Like, what's the space around this uh, Olympic Stadium football field like? Uh, I, I, so, my, the history that I know of when it comes to where the Olympics are in town... And they leave. Usually, whatever's left is really just like beat the shit, beat the shit, mm. and messed up. They always talk about how like, oh yeah, I'm I'm, I'm an Olympian. I'm competing in the Olympics, and my bed's like made of cardboard. <laughs> it's several boxes like put together here mm. in Beijing, for example. Yeah, no, I've also heard Olympic villages are just like, of course, this fact I bring into. <laughs> But uh, apparently they're just, like, absolute monuments to decadence and sin in terms of how much sex goes on there. Oh, yeah. It's a, a Godzilla would have to um, how? bring in some friends over, I think is worth mentioning. Yeah. Sorry, that was not meant to be such a growl. <laughs> I didn't mean to growl. Like, if Mothra's in town, Mothra's got a big old wingspan. Mmm, that she does, that she does. So unless they're just so, hanging out outside and having a beer. It, that's your impression? That's what Godzilla and Mothra would do? Just have a t one tiny human-sized 12-ounce <laughs> beer? Yeah. It'd be, so. Godzilla just drinks one again. Godzilla drinks one beer and gets drunk. This feels like the, the was it, the, the, um, How funny is it the Matthew Broderick, like, ad campaign. How funny is it to picture Godzilla getting drunk on one human-sized beer? That's pretty funny. Maybe that's what happens. His metabolism just isn't the same as ours. <laughs> Maybe that's what happens, why he's so, like, messy and falling over the place. He's drunk. <laughs> he's just drunk based on the minuscule amounts of alcohol that we've... That have diluted it themselves into the ocean, like yeah, it's 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 not micro microplastics, it's a uh, micro uh, alcohol. Did you know that there that pound for pound there is more drizank in the sea than there are fish? <laughs> yeah, so it's him just getting. You hear about that great uh, the great Pacific drizank patch? <laughs> it's a real mess. It's a big hatch of drizank the size of Australia, killing all the eels or something. Yeah, he he stopped by the yeah the Great Barrier. Come on, Adam. 
it's, it's not the latest we've ever recorded. The Great Barrier Reefer. Uh, that's that's not bad. That's weird, though. Yeah. Uh, he, he, you can do that, too, in an apartment, if it's on the lease. Uh, I was specifically told that no, uh, smoking is not on the lease of any kind. Correct. But Godzilla's place, the field, it's open air. It might have different p- philosophies. I don't think Godzilla smokes weed. I hate to disappoint you. <laughs> you don't think he gets... <laughs> I I don't know about... I, I think he does other shit with Mothra. You've mm. seen what Mothra looks like. Yeah, do you think they fuck? I think that he's the king of the monsters, and she's not the queen of the monsters. She's like mother of the monsters. Mm. So, no. No, I mean, like, how would that even work? Are they dating? <laughs> They talked they, about this a little bit in, like, uh, King of the Monsters, right? Yeah, they, they're kind of like, oh, I guess they're friends. <laughs> when they're kind of flying around. No, 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 they specifically said, like, are they fucking? Like, something like that. <laughs> I, do not, I do not remember that. Maybe we... They specifically said... Well, uh, believe me, I paid attention to that part. Okay. And they were like, are they, like, a, 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 a thing? It occurs to me that we should have had some experts on this episode. No. Hey, we, we did that for we did that for Pacific Rim. It's a low-key episode. It is, yeah. Well, not as low-key as Umi Bozu, but like, you know, we're mm. we're we're doing this on the road. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In a sense. Mm. So, uh Godzilla. Mm-hmm. A big monster. It's been always been like a pinnacle for us, a pit on the pillar. Yeah, no. This is one of the monsters that we were really being precious about, but uh, I I think we decided in 2022 we're going to break some of that. We did that with werewolves earlier. Yeah. yeah. Getting aside his head. Mm-hmm. Uh, would you say that he would be archetypically a therapist, therapy animal, or needs therapy? Needs therapy. He is. You think that he, someone talking to him would, would calm him? He, if someone could, yeah. Hmm. Uh, well, it's kind of like the giant from Game of Thrones, or like, what's his name, the mountain? Uh, one, one, one? No, the mountain. No. Yeah, oh, that he needs a little a guiding hand. Well, he needs a guiding hand because he has gigantism and it's fucking with his head. Godzilla is not naturally, like, massive like that. He's an irradiated kind of sea creature in uh, 1954 in Shin Godzilla and in uh, the 1997 Zilla thing that isn't really Godzilla proper. Uh, you think that he has body dimorphism? <laughs> I think he might have body dysmorphia. No. Body dimorphism would mean he has two bodies. <laughs> well, I've seen... <laughs> no, like two separate distinct bodies. That's pretty cool, right? That is pretty cool. <laughs> I I would not be it's surprised. It's like the opposite of multiple personality disorder. Yeah. Well, <laughs> no, it's, it's, mul- it's multiple disorder is what it is. There was a thought that apparently uh, Shin Godzilla was supposed to uh, be able to, like... Shin Godzilla being like the 20... What was that? 2017? 2019? Yeah, I think 2017. I still saw it while I was at my old apartment. Okay, so 2017. Uh, Shin Godzilla is a new take on Godzilla where he starts off as like this nondescript sea creature and then he like keeps getting mutated into these greater and greater forms until he reaches like this big nuclear apex of uh of like you know that looks like classic godzilla yeah he goes from very kind of laughable and goofy with these giant fish eyes on his side honestly to... it looks creepy yeah it does look creepy i think the way the movie presents is there's like no music no sound you just see that thing strolling down the streets that's creepy it's pretty creepy uh to him firing off the coolest godzilla laser i've ever seen in a film mm. maybe coolest laser i've ever seen in a film mm. it's a really good sequence that's great yeah but 
at the end of the movie, it's revealed that, and spoilers for Shin Godzilla, I guess, mm-hmm. but there are bits on his tail that appear to be mutating into humanoid forms. Yeah, it's it's the coolest like image I may have ever seen in a movie. <laughs> It'd be because are you sure it beats that laser from earlier? <laughs> oh, well, it it, um, it leaves you on such a weird like spooky note. Uh, yeah. I, I, I did. Uh, Godzilla is not a big lizard. He is spooky, and he is a metaphor for like nuclear mm-hmm. madness. And like part of that, I think that is lost with uh, with it being Godzilla. With it being a big lizard, part of the metaphor that I think is lost is that it's really humans behind, you know, nuclear terrorism and all that, like dropping nuclear weapons on people and that sort of thing. And that could be with that final image that like shows and is trying to 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 give off. I, we would I'd love to tap uh, Kaiju Weekly on this one, mm. but <laughs> yeah, in a Watsonian sense, mm-hmm. within the narrative here, uh, I think I remember seeing speculation or some kind of like original plan that. Uh, Godzilla's next form would be like kind of divergent and he would turn into a hive mind with lots of like smaller kind of human-sized monsters. Uh, body dimorphism. Body dim- body polymorphism. <laughs> okay. And then eventually he would turn into like a hive mind and then just like Azathoth, I guess. Because of how terrible the apartment hunting situation is for him yeah he realizes that he can't do this as one big entity he has to go into a bunch of little tiny shapes which i think i think maybe godzilla like in the form of you're getting a mystery roommate at some point what if what if a little godzilla person came in not little as in relatively godzilla what if a human-sized godzilla was your roommate it wouldn't be look it wouldn't look like godzilla though like the concept art is like these like half formed like reptilian vampire creatures with no eyes. Yeah. Okay. So some some reptile folk strolling in. Um, uh, I think uh, you won't have a you won't have a fly problem. Oh, <laughs> you might have a fly problem. The fact that that's my response. <laughs> Ripping off your belt. Yep. And jettisoning it up two and a half feet. Yep. That's about what fine. That's that's. <laughs> Look, you shouldn't think that about a roommate, but uh, <laughs> no, that's pretty good. Yeah, you know, they're uh, you. You guys might not eat the same stuff. I mean, uh, yeah, no, we might not eat the same stuff, but uh, they might eat me, which is okay. What does Godzilla eat normally? Fish, plankton. He strains them. <laughs> the teeth are just for show. Oh, okay. Maybe he filter feeds whales. <laughs> He's big enough to do it. The whales filter feed the krill, and he filter feeds the whales. A circle of life. So if he is living in like an Olympic stadium, I think he'd want to stay somewhere that's not too far from the water. Yeah, in a lot of iterations, he has gills still. Hmm. And I can see him doing that to to catch a bite. Mm. Because if he's just eating like surrounding buildings, uh, I I don't think that well a not nutritious. B, he'd run out eventually. You know, here's a thought about what Godzilla needs to eat. He has within him, like, a fusion reactor, basically, right? Right. So he generates energy. So he doesn't need to eat. Oh, you think he can just be? I think he can just, like, radio-synthesize food. Well, what what fuels the fusion reaction? Um, I don't know. Plot. Plot. Platinum? <laughs> yeah, plot goes in, fusion reaction happens. <laughs> like some kind of heavy metal? I don't know. Uh, so, okay. 
Uh, th- that those are it what just I just swims down and eats metal. A place to eat, go goes for swims and stuff like that. Uh, he needs a place to sleep, a place to crash. Uh, let's talk about this apartment <laughs> at the stadium. Mm-hmm. He's got to populate that with stuff, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably needs a bed. Mm-hmm. Well, he can probably just like scrunch up the uh, the <laughs> the bleachers. Yeah, just like pace around like a dog, like in a circle, and then just like lay down on it. Mm. That's kind of cute. Uh, he would need a a fridge, I guess. Hmm. Or a range. He can eat stuff raw, so I guess he doesn't need a preserved food. Not really, no. He would probably just, like, bring, like, a whole ass, like, humpback whale just, like, with him from the ocean. Slam it on the side. It's just, like, slamming, you know. Slamming into the bleachers. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Utilities. Hmm. Mm. It heat cold. Uh, does Godzilla like it when it rains? I mean, he does live underwater, so maybe not. Or maybe he does, rather. I think he would. Yeah. Yeah. I'm only happy when it rains. <sighs> uh, he probably has bad neighbors in the, sen- in the sense of the military outside bothering him. Mm. Because they're never good enough to like take him down, but they're like they're kind of like little flies to him, little fruit flies. They're kind of like that and the neighbor that's trying to get him evicted in the sitcom. <laughs> Or uh, maybe like I guess maybe like cockroaches or something like that. Yeah, he just puts down a bunch of borax chalk. <laughs> and Godzilla doing anything using his hands is very funny to me. <laughs> just having a little bo- that one little human sized box just between two nails. All the military people just like cough and then they desiccate. <laughs> and that's the end of them. <laughs> That's an so, ignominious end for the United States military. <laughs> I love how we, we we spent all our money on this. <laughs> I can't believe we're just pissing away the defense budget on fighting Godzilla. <laughs> it really is a waste, isn't it? Like, <laughs> well, it's a really good point. Uh, Godzilla. Well, the other thing I would like to talk about is uh, his space. Mm-hmm. Is that... Um, is he living close to any mortal enemies? Uh, I don't think that matters, because it seems like, you know, if he just, like, roars, then it's like, Kong sends the new alpha. You know, like, that's just every time that mm. he tries to do anything. Yeah, so he, if, every time Godzilla stubs his toe... Like, There's like, a weakness in the new alpha. Like, can we just settle? Can we just calm down? <laughs> All the monsters are like, oh, oh, the alpha has arisen. Stop. Stop. Just stop. Why don't you just sit around and eat some whales? What? I I Do you think whales are from the Hollow Earth. <laughs> they're big. Well, here's I, my. They're big. Depends on your Hollow Earth uh, theories. I know in the Godzilla King of Monsters, he lives in like a Hollow Earth like temple. Mm-hmm. I feel like if he, he could swim to the underside if he wanted to. Yeah, I feel like, like there might be some waterway connections between the two oceans. Yeah, there's definitely like an underwater uh, Sims hole. Yeah, so uh, the the idea that, that just crossed my mind that I would like to discuss, mm-hmm. he's on Zillow. Yes. Let's talk about Zillow specifically. Zillow the app, not what I used to get this apartment. No, and Zillow is a, it, it runs a lot of trouble of late. Yeah. Because uh, they're like kind of short stocking themselves or mm. they're buying like wh- whatever house is nearby and trying to sell it at a, a marked up amount. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Can Godzilla afford like, what can Godzilla reasonably afford? Well, he doesn't have money. No. So. Ooh, what if he takes out an insurance policy <laughs> on ooh. all those buildings? Actually, Godzilla this... could actually be rolling in it. Yeah, right? 
Literally. Well, it's... <laughs> or he can befriend a bunch of contractors. Mm. And then when he goes through and people are like... And, you know, all the insurance companies are like, well, you're not, you're not covered for Godzilla insurance. I'm sorry. Mm. <laughs> He's not like hail or... Or hurricane. He's a giant monster, so you're you're screwed. Then all those people are paying out of pockets. Yeah. They, then he's got a good deal going with the you know construction team. And the economy is ruined, <laughs> which I think means that one person on top is making a lot of money. Uh, correct. And if Godzilla knocks them off top, then free housing for everyone. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, the value of the dollar plunges. Mm. I think. Uh, Oh no, he's here. <laughs> he's found us. Ah, shit. <laughs> he learned about our, our wonderful scheme. Oh, darn. I don't think I ever told you that. That was a, um, a nightmare of mine at one point in time. Mm. As a child. A nightmare ended with me looking outside my window and King Kong was there. Oh, yikes. And he was like kind of reaching for me. All right, if I'm not going to be a bit, I'll just go by. Stomp, 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 stomp. Yeah, uh, it was one of those where it's like, I just closed my eyes as hard as possible and opened them up and I, I was awake. Oh, jeez. In bed. So I, I recall that. I've never had a nightmare. Ever? <laughs> That's not true. I definitely have. <laughs> well, it's a... Not about a big monster, though. Uh, yeah, no, I, I think when I was younger, I, I dreamt of a giant, um, like, a, a, a giant praying mantis. Um, not, not like, by giant, I mean, like, maybe seven foot tall, like, coming out of, like, the, like, the bathroom, like, door. It's like, oh, God. Nice. Very nice. That's, uh, that's personal. <laughs> I can't get into that. That is literally some science stuff that I cannot get into. Yeah, so, that's, uh, you know, uh, Let's see. The other thing that I, I like to point out about Godzilla is that he will occasionally uh, wreck an area. That he's been known to, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't think that's going to go over well with... Well, so do the Olympics, and everybody loves them. Actually, yeah, that's a good point. He's not going to cause any more destruction than them. I'm oh, sorry, I'm all over the place here. Back to Zillow. Mm -hmm. uh, you can buy all kinds of places on Zillow. You can. Uh, you can buy plots of land. Mm -hmm. You can buy a garage, just a garage. Yeah, you can buy uh, yeah full full on apartments. You buy homes. Yeah. So I think that uh, having selling the stadium on there is an out of the question. No, I definitely think they would buy a stadium and then sell it for way too much money. <laughs> yeah, and if the economy's crashed, uh, he might uh, like start to get to uh, squatters' rights mm. because if he just goes there. Who's going to stop him? Right, yeah, exactly. Uh, but besides King Kong or... Can Godzilla operate a computer in order to use Zillow.com and its services? Uh, I, once again, he can pick up a single beer. He can pick up a box of Borax chalk. I don't know if he can press a single key on a keyboard. I think that's too small. What if he just like very precisely aims his laser breaths and then it presses each key? <laughs> I... Um... Did, Destruction for five square miles. Instead of like, instead of like, I think if out of his mouth a drop, one drop of laser beam hits, it would be like, like a half a car. Oh jeez! <laughs> like I don't, I don't think you can get that precise. Mm. 
you know, an elephant can uh, can get very precise with its trunk. It can pick up a log and it can shell a single pistachio. Oh wow! Yeah. At the same time. Yes. It shells the pistachio with the log. Yes. Pistachios come on logs, Adam. Don't you know this about pistachios? You fucking clod. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you don't have to know anything about pistachios. They're very they're not a great nut. I don't have them often. I don't like them. It's a stupid food. Just eat regular food. Like Godzilla. You know what's better? Cashews, the most expensive nut. Hi. I'm funny. What do you think Godzilla's favorite nut is? Oh, we've we've lost the plot. We're entirely done here. i we're pretty covered. Furniture. Mm. We talked about bed. He can just roll right up. He can just like scrunch up the grass and make a little like dog bed for himself. Sitting down. He's the king. Does he mm. not want a throne? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, can he like, I think he's just picked one like side of bleachers. Like he can just like throw two humpback whales on like either side of like the oh, yeah. far end of the bleachers and then just like sit on them. <laughs> one's the kitchen table. One's the throne. No, they're both armrests for, oh. for him. They comprise a single throne. I like the idea of making armrests out of food that you're going to eat. Yeah. It's, it's a very power move. It's like, you're literally just like sitting there and then you're just like, shh, and taking a bite. Yeah. Does the tail stick out of the stadium then? <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think you'd have to make a, a tail hole. Mm. And maybe like some kind of truck entrance. Like a vomitorium. Yeah. Uh, is there any... Oh, we didn't think about this. They got a giant torch there. They do have a giant torch there. What better for lighting and decor? You know what? That's the electric bill. It's fire instead of electricity. <laughs> yeah, no, he light, He can light it with his laser. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and just... Yeah, and there you go. You can snuff it out at night. Oh. When he rolls up and goes to bed. It's nice. Mm-hmm. He's got Zillow on Zillow. Uh, Zillow on Zillow. <sighs> can you be a king from there, though? Uh, you rule over all the other monsters. <laughs> this is... We've talked about King Kong as a king. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about king, about Godzilla as a king for a second, because I don't think he runs his money. Like, it's just other monsters roll up, and what are they? Um, emissaries? Yeah, other monsters roll up, and he beats the hell out of them. Not a Honestly, great king, more of like a, like a wrestling champion. This is why Kong should have won in Godzilla vs. Kong. I don't disagree. Kong has better policies. I'm sorry, he just does. He, he owns more of the movie. Yeah. And he can, he's so close to making a gun. I swear, guys, just give him a couple more, a couple more years and you'll see. <laughs> he's gonna go to church, he's gonna get a gun. He can even wear a King Kong, but he's got like a little gun, cowboy gun holster and a cowboy hat. You are describing. He pulls it out and he fires it. You get a close up like Pacific Rim. You see like the chamber rotating. Deputy Kong. <laughs> Sheriff Kong. No, no, no. It's got to start with D. Oh, D- DK. Deputy Kong. Like like Donkey or Daisy or Diddy. Yeah. So, I have a question for you. Yeah. Oh, this is a good one. So, speaking of some of our recent episodes, uh, our most recent episodes specifically. Yeah. Godzilla versus Cthulhu. Ooh. Thematically. Uh, and physically. Gonna have a, a, a monster smackdown? Monster smackdown. Philosophical edition. 
philosophical monster smackdown. Quiet. I think well, we have to be British in this segment. <laughs> we, have to, we have to toby it up. Uh, Elder God. Okay. Uh, Godzilla. Not helpful. So. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Hey, thanks for the basketball. Pop. <laughs> no, go ahead. Is that uh, uh, Cthulhu has a various like cultish wor- worshippers mm-hmm. surrounding him. But no one worships Godzilla. They, I think... they show reverence to him, the other monsters, but it's not like a no one goes to church except for Ghidorah. Hmm. And he burns that church down. Okay, in Godzilla King of the Monsters, there's a very silly scene where, God, where Ghidorah burns down a church. Mm-hmm. Or like he burns down a city and there's just like all that's left is a church. And it's, it's, like... it's on fire. <laughs> it's so stupid. I love it. Yeah, so... Uh, I mean, if you're talking about that philosophical difference between them, that seems like one's got worshippers and one does not. Well, here's um, my... I'm thinking about the philosophical, the thematic differences between them. Mm-hmm. So Godzilla represents the, as the uh, Bluest are called song suggests... Uh, Fear of his, nuclear apocalypse. History shows again and again how nature points out the folly of man. Mm. So Godzilla is nature incarnate. Okay. Cthulhu represents the unknown. Like the unknown, the cosmos, the outer gods type uh, stuff. Like the darkness, that's that which man does not yet know. Yeah, yeah. fear of the other versus, you know, fear of what we're doing in nature. Yeah. Yeah. But, but you're talking about nature versus unknown. Is nature not kind of uh, the unknown? I, I, does Godzilla represent nature? History shows again and again how nature points out the folly of man. That's how the song goes, man. I, I know, but I, I thought he was like, you know, shows the destruction of nuclear weapons. I think he does that in the first movie, but then they really, really lose that. Like, uh, he is awakened by nuclear weapons. Okay. He is awoken by nuclear weapons. Uh, and it's nature punching back. Yes. Okay. And in, in that case, by that logic, um, and we talked about this last episode, Cthulhu doesn't really throw hands. No, not really. So he, physically, Godzilla takes him. Yeah, physically, what Godzilla would, would take him down with his uh, moves that generated from being in a, a man in a suit. I was going to say at least temporarily, but that's pretty standard for the people that uh, Godzilla fights, right? Yeah, and Godzilla can beat him on his turf. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like bottom of the ocean, he can go down there and mess with them. Yeah, no, it's no question. Uh-huh. He can also shoot beams. So, so, I mean, Cthulhu's, like, Cthulhu's, you know... Cthulhu, baby's beanless. Mm-hmm. His power is more of a, in a religious sense, I guess. Yeah, which, oh, could he, could he possess Godzilla or something? Mm-hmm. And, like, drive Godzilla mad? What does an insane Godzilla look like? <laughs> this, this awful is what it is. Uh, I would say the same. So, I want to talk about nature. Okay. Nature is a construct. Because there is nothing about humanity that makes us not a part of nature. Mm-hmm. You know, we make clothes. We make clothes from, like, plants and shit that we make out of chemicals that occur in nature. We live in houses, and we say that there's indoors and there's outdoors, and indoors isn't nature, and yet there's bugs and shit everywhere. Yeah, you... There's little microbes and yeast particles everywhere. The, the walls are all trees. The, the, uh, the, the beams are... Uh... <laughs> Are just, you know, refined metal. 
even the plastic is like you know refined petroleum that's been like uh, under the earth for such a long time just like pressurized a uh, tree and uh, sea life remains so uh Technology is humans yielding the resources of nature. What I'm saying is nature does not exist. Godzilla doesn't represent nature. Godzilla represents guilt. The guilt of power. Okay. Because nature is not a real thing, but you know what is real is guilt. So it is guilt versus fear. Mm -hmm. It is fear of the unknown is what Cthulhu is. It is like looking into... Uh, darkness and it, it's a this is what we're doing versus uh this is what is out there it's looking into darkness and uh feeling cold and alone and what is that coldness and that aloneness and could you fill it with guilt is mankind insignificant and uh small is mankind like you know a cosmic well, nothingness or is mankind too big for its own britches, too powerful, too big, too important. These monsters are philosophically opposed. Yes, when, when you break it down like that, one shows that, uh, yeah, humans are too big and one shows they're too small. Guilt comes from power. Fear comes from a lack of power. These two monsters cannot coexist. So they gotta punch each other? They gotta punch each other. <laughs> and you know what? Godzilla would win. Easy. What does it say about us as a species that the monster that we made to represent our powerlessness, our fear, our fear is a lack of power. Power is responsibility. Fear is a lack of responsibility. Guilt can only come from power, can only come from responsibility, can only come from a sense that we have failed in our responsibility. And that's, that's where the way Godzilla stories usually go. They start off with that, like, oh, God, what have we done to us wielding Godzilla as a weapon against other things? We have failed it. We have failed to wield power versus we have no power. Right. And these, I think, are not compatible ideas. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And that dog agrees. <laughs> I don't know. I, I guess a lot of philosophy is open-ended. <laughs> right. Who, who, what do you think is right? Is mankind insignificant and powerless uh, or arrogant and too powerful? Vote now on Twitter. I'll put up a poll <laughs> about the nature of humanity. You might be out of character space, but... <laughs> uh, yeah, okay, okay. I think, uh, well, uh, at, now that we're... Uh, let's expand out to the other weeks. And of... then when Godzilla wins, he gets rent control in his stadium apartment. <laughs> Let's expand to the other two weeks, and let's talk about Kai-January. Uh, Kai, uh, Kai yeah. Uh, January 2. Mm -hmm. uh, how are your reactions this, this, uh, this month? Okay, well, in the uh, Pacific Rim episode, uh -huh. uh, we talked mostly about the aliens rather than the movie itself. Right. And uh, one of the things I wanted to bring up is that we didn't talk about the boat sword at all. And that is the best, right? Yeah, it's pretty great pretty great the robot uses a boat like a sword to beat up a dragon it's the best goddamn yeah, movie that's ever been made swings it like a baseball bat it's so good and knocks his lights out it's pretty great and like it comes in and it's just like you're just like watching the robot walk up and then like the boat drags into frame and it's like dragging it on the ground behind it if we had a, a trailer for for january 2 would be that yeah and as he smacks him the um the word <laughs> the batman comic word that comes out the onomatopoeia is 
<laughs> Kaiju January. Yeah. And then also in Pacific Rim, well, first up, there's that one scene where uh, where uh, Charlie Day is in the bunker. Yeah, and he's all like, oh, this is an alien. Yeah, 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 precisely. Yeah. And then, like, the uh, kaiju, like, sticks its, like, bioluminescent tongue down, mm-hmm. like, right on him. It's like, ah, it's feeling me up. My reaction is, like, a shrug and a playful glance. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, no, that's that's great. Also, hey, here's something revolutionary. Yes. Charlie Day, really hot in those movies. Did you watch the second one? Yeah. Oh, okay. Like, also, like, also just like, I mean, very evil and very confident in those movies. Yes. In the second, in the second one. But like, damn, no, yeah. Okay. It's... Like, I'm used to Charlie Kelly on It's Always Sunny, but like, Newt can get it a lot, actually. Is, is this why you wanted to revisit these movies? <laughs> Kind of, yeah. I'm just honestly like, hey, gang, let's not forget, I can also be attracted to people. <laughs> oh, okay. That, that, that all makes sense yeah, now. That's a real status quo change. <laughs> I think this is, is, the that, is that what 2022 is going to be about? 2022, Ellie gets normal. <laughs> yeah, this, you start here. <laughs> that actually uh, brings me to Umibozu. Okay. My uh, one thing for that episode is I think I wanted to keep the chill vibes going Okay. with that uh, because I just really liked being goddamn relaxed, you know, for an hour. <laughs> you don't like the frantic You're always face. talking about how you want to be the wacky one. <laughs> Maybe 2022, I just be, I just kind of <laughs> fucking chill a bit. I've never used that phrase before. You... you mentioned how you were like why am i not allowed to do bits i'm like i want to be i want to be a character (laughs) yes i i have i have said that before yeah yeah, yeah. now you can now i'll play straight man for a bit (laughs) metaphorically (laughs) uh fine fine by me just let me know in advance yes this is me letting you know in advance (laughs) great well i remember the uh, the hobbit episode it's like you were it was you had that umibozu energy but you didn't tell me yeah, 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 yeah so yeah. i was like hey cool the hobbits they're playing basketball right and you're like that's a horrible like, sport for, for hobbits to play yeah that was your reaction it's like what if instead they chest it They chested up, yeah. They're, uh, the the Catan crew got together and they had a good old <laughs> Mary Pippin, Frodo, and, uh, and okay. Samwell. They just they uh, you know discovered an island island of paradise and made some trades. All right, let's. Uh, let's it's okay. a, it's a great. I will be chill and you will be you will be hyperactive. Uh, what was your takeaway from Cthulhu? Uh, you know what? I did not mention how hot Cthulhu is. <laughs> okay, so it's it's not a hundred percent off that. Oh no, I'm still I'm look. I'm just going to be chill. Okay. I'm just going to be chill. I'm not going to stop being weird. That's not. I'm going to stop being wacky. We, we talked about how hot weird. Cthulhu is. We did not talk about how hot Cthulhu. We was. looked at so many pictures of of the hot Cthulhu's. No, no, no. Listen, listen. What Cthulhu's hot about is like he can possess you. He can get into your brain and kind of like possess you in a way that doesn't even make sense Mm. right like he can like by driving you insane he makes himself a part of you and that's sexy as hell okay honestly despite the meme it has been a while since i've just out and out like lusted over a monster since i've just like drooled you know i I know you you've also like laid uh, the squatch alert to rest 
Uh, yeah, more or less. So, so now it's hard to... Fulfilled it. Fulfilled it. Yeah, so it's hard to know whether or not that's on the table for a monster or not. Look, monsters can still be hot. <laughs> Maybe L- we need... Lust is not love. <laughs> Maybe we need a, a, different, uh, a different segment. Yeah, we need some kind of segment. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> and then finally, Godzilla. Yeah, um, regrets for this one. <laughs> um, oh, you know what? This is episode 84. Mm-hmm. And episode 42 was our vampire episode, where uh, that was the first in-person episode we did in uh, in Monster Apartment. <laughs> yes. And now that it's Monster Apartments, we're in the brief period of time where we both have apartments. <laughs> I guess true, yeah. Uh, it, this is episode 84, so every 42 episodes, <laughs> we have to change the whole fucking thing. <laughs> I see. So, okay, cool. I, at 42, that's a that's a... That's a sci-fi number. Oh, wait, you're coming over on Saturday to record <laughs> Yep. Okay, well, no. We'll, well, we'll, like, maybe we'll try it in the, the, the studio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a, this, my, my apartment building has a, uh, a space, like a little like uh, studio space that you can reserve. And uh, they, they actually have some soundproofing in there, which, uh, sorry that we're recording in a new apartment. Historically not the best acoustic place in the world. Uh, you may have heard a dog or two. Or an echo. Yeah. We picked the least echoey room. Like, all my stuff is in here. Oh, if only someone would come over and rip the, the ceiling off this place. Oh, hey, I thought I'd help you out there. Thanks, Godzilla. <laughs> I, I see your Godzilla voice is very... Heidi ho It's just Kermit with cupped hands. <laughs> <laughs> How would Kermit react to Godzilla? <laughs> I mean, okay, yes, that's... easy. Ask a stupid question. <laughs> Everybody run! <laughs> I do one voice. It's only Kermit the Frog in my voice. Well, let's take Godzilla to the final rating place. Mm-hmm. Where we put the King of the Monsters to, to rest temporarily. You know, he's got that fusion reactor. He always comes back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He kickstart him with a bomb or something like Superman. <laughs> yeah, uh, the classic monster. I liked exploring him in this different setting, but it's it, we're, not, we're not Godzilla heads. We're not Godzilla heads, and I don't think we're Godzilla done. No, yeah, we'll, we'll see him again, surely sometime soon. He'll be back again someday. Until then, I think I'm going to give him a solid, uh, a solid eight point five. Mm. He's a he's a top tier monster. Gosh, if only I knew something about how many rads we're in. <laughs> like, ah, <laughs> uh, man, I'm going to give him. Uh, I'm going to give him a score the equivalent of the Hiroshima bomb, out of the Hiroshima bomb. <laughs> Oh, perfect score. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. no, no problems really with Godzilla. It's a little, I think it's a little flimsy how he's gone from like you know nuclear uh, warning, nuclear metaphor to uh, to nature to kind of back to a nuclear metaphor with Shin Godzilla, where he's a representative instead of like you know the Hiroshima Nagasaki bombs. He is uh, you know the uh, poor governmental response to Fukushima. Mm-hmm. He's kind of a metaphor you can dust off, and Shin Godzilla is a lot like Candle in the Wind. <laughs> it's exactly like that. Wait, hold on, hold on. Wait, this is a crazy thing to believe in the last episode, in the last bit of the episode. But okay, do you know how Candle in the Wind works? I nothing not at all. Okay, Candle in the Wind is a song that Elton John wrote about Marilyn Monroe dying. Okay, you know it's a sad song like you're he a did... candle in the wind. Oh, 
actually, I think I'd know this now because he changed it when Prince Di- Princess Diana died. Yeah. Well, no, it's the same song, but he said, you know what? It's about Princess Diana now. Okay. And it's like, you can't do that. This you can't is, revisionist history this. It's the same thing. Like, Godzilla, this is a metaphor for the United States dropping uh, bombs on Hiroshima and Nagasaki. And then later, like, actually, it's about the Fukushima disaster. <laughs> yeah, it, uh, one metaphor, a lot of different hats. And it seems to me you lived your life like a lizard breathing nuclear wind. <laughs> Shooting monkeys with a laser like you always did. Well, thank you for joining us for January 2. Uh, tune in next year for January 3D. For January 3D, yes. And then January for the revenge. And uh, uh, tune in next week when we uh, stay in the big city uh, where there's always going to be a full moon. We stay in the big city, and we stay firmly in the G category. (laughs) (laughs) The next theme month is all G monsters. And it starts now? Sure. (laughs) No, it's not. It's not going to be like that now. So, uh, sayonara. Here's a G word. Goodbye. (laughs) 